Hola, ¿cómo estás? Estamos bien. Chin, tú. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode. Um, yeah. Uh, hoy, um, nosotros uh, SG leader. Okay, I can't do it. <laughs> no está right. aquí. No está aquí. Uh, just, uh, solo... ¿Dónde? ¿Dónde? <laughs> so today our small group leader couldn't make it, so it looks like it's just going to be us three today. Um, I hope that's okay for us and for the listeners. Yeah, man. How are you guys? How are you guys doing? It's good. Shin, uh, are you tired? We're just 37 minutes behind schedule. Um <laughs> You know, I was ready to go by 10.30, but you know how it is right now. It's 11.07, everyone. Um, should be sleeping by now, but another episode, so let's let's do it, fellas. What time is it in the East Coast right now, Kevin? Currently, it is 2.07 a.m., and if we're talking about mountain time, it is past midnight. <laughs> Just depends on where you're listening from. You know what? Like we actually had a decent amount of listens uh, on our last episode, the Pepper right. Day special, which was dating. And I just want to ask you guys, you know, I gave a little endorsement at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shim, Shin, any DMs, any updates? Yeah, um, I actually wanted to th- thank you, Andrew, actually, for bringing it up. Uh, I want to thank you um, for bringing a lot of attention. I actually did get a couple of DMs um, and they were actually, um, I want to clarify for the listeners. A lot of you guys thought the five six comment was really funny, but to clarify, I'm five seven. I'm I'm gonna fight for every inch. Um, but I'm not five six. I'm not five six. That the the DMs I got were a lot of just hey, I never knew you were five six. So just wow. to clarify for all of you guys, I'm I'm five seven. Yeah. Oh, five seven and five six is is worlds apart. Like that's from mm-hmm. like a boy to a man difference. Mm-hmm. Right, Shin? Are you five six, Shin? Oh hell no! Come on, man. I'm like five eight. <laughs> what? When did you nine. grow two inches? <laughs> Quarantine. <laughs> Drink a lot of milk. Should did you get any DMs? No. Was I supposed to? Hey, for our listeners out there, if you guys know anyone, um, for our boy Shin, he hasn't gotten any DMs. He's five eight. He grew two inches over quarantine. Um, you know, please send him his way. At his Instagram, his Facebook, whatever. No, please um, my email. I don't. I don't check my Instagram. <laughs> check my email uh, more. Yeah, and also like a lot of people, the they they're like saying a lot of the feedback we're getting is saying like, "Hey, it feels like Shin's getting bullied or whatever." And to be honest, maybe a little bit in the last episode, I felt like. <laughs> He's flipping us off right now. Uh, the last episode, it did feel like I was making fun of him a little bit for like you know not dating and stuff. But let me just reassure you, uh, shit is the, shit is one of my greatest friends, and you know I would never bully him or anything anything like that. Uh, but I do admit, um, re-listening to the podcast, he is very resemblant of Napoleon Dynamite. So thank you to our. Like I know, I know, uh, Shims, your sister said that, but I actually got one more person to no DM. No way! Who really? was it? Fess up. You know this person, Shin. Who? Hey, we'll message it. Message it. Can't do it <laughs> on air. It was actually a she. Ooh. Why are you yeah. so red? Why are you so red right now? Shoutouts to the bays. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, thank you, Angela, for that comment. It was uh, it was super funny when you messaged me that. And yeah, man, Shin is our Napoleon Dynamite. But guess what? No, oh, I was gonna say shout out to the Bays. Um, little kid should be coming out any second, right? Tina, come get some help. <laughs> Well, Shin, they can't respond, so I don't know why you asked that question. But uh, yeah, man, we just want to take this time to thank our listeners again. Uh, I basically, like all of us, we're just getting like super cocky. We can't handle the fame. Um, Someone stop it. It's it's really hard. For you guys, my life is still the same. (laughs) (laughs) It's really hard to handle the clout of uh, all 20 listens. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. Actually, we actually have um, a lot of listens um a little update i think we're at about like 400 total listens between Jeez. like three episodes so actually 420 plays uh no pun intended but we are very surprised at how many people are listening and at the feedback we're getting and mm. a lot of people are asking for more so uh we really thank you guys i don't know why you take the time to listen to this <laughs> nonsense uh you really have nothing better to do i guess but hey, shout out though shout out to all the the college students that are listening i felt a little mm-hmm. weird um there was a newcomer actually uh this past friday to college group and her first time coming and then um got to talk to her introduce her a little bit and she was like hey i actually listened to your podcast um before and i'm like so you're telling me you you heard me my voice from the podcast before you know my my friday teaching she's like yeah, yeah. so i can't handle the fame Andrew. yeah don't don't let it get to you shim come on yeah. now stay humble shouldn't anyone recognize you or um no not really just <laughs> just the same people coming up um but yeah honestly shout out to the people who have been listening um i know for most of you guys you guys just do it to support us um so thank you your support uh, means a lot for this you know, project that we're working on. Um, because of you guys, we won't give up. Because of you guys, you know, we meet at 2 a.m. Eastern time. Because of you guys, um, <laughs> I will um, just go through two hours of this, you know, nonsense. And for you guys, we will upload this. Um, and for you guys, we will continue to fight this battle. Peace out. I think we need to take a break because Shin's tearing up again. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot i'm dying <laughs> hey we really woke up that part out kevin but yeah yeah that was good thank you kevin but yeah again uh thank you everyone for listening and yeah <clears throat> actually we're, we're having a hard time coming up with topics already <laughs> we're only on episode four <laughs> but if you guys have anything you guys want to want to hear our perspectives on i don't know why uh you would want us to speak on it but yeah shoot us some uh ideas and some messages mm-hmm. uh but yeah uh, we just wanted to take that time real quick. Um, that leads us to <clears throat> our icebreakers for today, which is actually led by me. Um, yeah, and it's going to be real simple. You know, I, I actually let the guys know before ahead of time so they could prepare. But the question basically is, uh, what is your pet peeve? And I want a two-part answer. I want one like kind of, you know, minor, not very... Um, big or deep, uh, very shallow pet peeve, mm. you know, like, for example, like people who chew loudly uh, or something like that. And then second, I want more deep answer, like qualities of people that you don't like or, you know, types of people you don't like or okay. I don't know, something deeper that, like that. So uh, any of you guys want to go first? All right, Shim. Thank you. Oh, this is just like small group, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can I can share. Um, for me, um, 
I think on the shallow level, what um, what what really kind of ticks me off is, uh, you know, when you go to cafes. Oh, Andrew, you work at a cafe, right? Um, what really gets me is those people that take up a lot of space at, at cafes. Mm. You know, like um, it'll be just them and like they're studying, but they take up like you know like two three four people's worth of space and it's mm-hmm. like you know like you would think common courtesy of just like hey like if you see someone just standing next to you for about you know 30 seconds with yep. the backpack it's like hey you would think like oh you know you need a seat or something but you know um those people i think i spent a lot of time well not anymore because of covid but at cafes that uh that Super really gets to me. seriously yeah what if they're saving it for someone uh, i Still mean yeah I mean, it's that's that's kind of like what what's the what's the etiquette, right? Like, um, mm. what's the proper protocol? Um, Andrew, would you have any thoughts on that? Or no, I mean, I think honestly, like ninety percent of people do that because they don't want to be near other people, uh, which is kind of counterintuitive to studying at a cafe because uh, you're mm. going out. You know, if you wanted to be alone, then stay at home. You know, but I, I work at a cafe, so I know. Dude, people will have one chair next to them for mm-hmm. their backpack mm-hmm. and then another chair in front for their bag mm-hmm. and then the chair in front of them for their feet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then, like, you're taking the four spaces for mm-hmm. you and your laptop and maybe a little dog or whatever. Um, <laughs> but Shin is definitely one of those guys. He has a huge backpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, he always rests his legs and his dirty feet are always in the air. Um, and those are the worst kinds of people, man. Super inconsiderate. And definitely, if like if a cafe is like you know empty, then that's cool. But like sure, if you sure. see people standing around, it's getting a little crowded. You know, there should be a little like nunchi part of you, like oh mm-hmm. maybe I should put my feet down or you know yeah. something like that. Yeah, that's why I go to cafes that are not popular. Shout out to Boba Ya. <laughs> no one goes there. So I could take up the entire damn spot. <laughs> Boba Ya, if you ever listen to this, uh, we we don't mean any disrespect. No, no disrespect. I, I eat your pungopangs. I get that misukaru slush. Mm. I spend good money there. But I'm the only person that goes there. Oh, that's too good. I mean, while we're on the more shallow part, Kevin, uh, do you have any uh, pet peeves? Yeah, um, this is actually one that I had um, in college. I don't really encounter it anymore. But um, it's when my housemates at that time would go on my bed uh, with mm. their socks on or like their street clothes um shout out to david and denny because once they found out that that pissed me off i would come home and they would just be jumping on my bed um, sometimes i would be gone and they would record videos of them just on my bed um and when david had like his dog phase um he had like you know 10 dogs in college he would put them all over my bed so yeah shout outs to them um yeah actually that's a, that's pretty annoying too i remember feeling like that in college too hmm. yeah so shout out to, to our, punjab man shout out to punjab shout out to our college listeners if you feel the same way leave a comment below like subscribe yeah they're all at home though no shit that's for later how many times we tell you this just gotta <laughs> promote whenever i have the chance i don't talk that much though oh so i went to school with uh shin and i lived in the same house as him i did not know this until now what the heck you know maybe he had manners or maybe you just never cared um but thank you for never doing that (laughs) did i not do that i I swear i've done it before no it was mostly david and denny like they would put on my clothes (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I see, I see. Hey, I didn't know that, Shin, this whole time. Wow. One of my shallow pet peeves, is, well, I'll share two small ones. One is uh, lately, you know, I see a lot of Instagram stuff and, you know, low-key a lot of girls, they be taking kind of like a little bit promiscuous or scandalous pictures and they'll post it. <laughs> but then like their captions will be like, no, Philippians 4. No. You know, or something like that. Lord, man. <laughs> And love God. I mean, I'm not judging anyone, you know, whatever. And anyone can do whatever they want. It's their Instagram, it's their profile. But it just feels like a little bit of a con- conflict of interest there. And mm. um, yeah, I mean, again, I'm not judging anyone. But it's just like, not only that, but it's like when captions have nothing to do with the picture. Yeah. Yeah. Like Those mm. are also like super annoying and not yeah. not annoying, but it's just like... Uh, I don't know. It makes me kind of like. They just want to flex a little bit. Like they're feeling cute. Might delete later, but like they just need to put something there, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and then second is when I'm like in a bad mood and I'm in a public area, um, and then you know like there's music playing in the background. Uh, One of my pet peeves is like I'm in a bad mood, right? So. Mm when the music is like the, the BPM is the same as my walking steps. Mm. And then all of a sudden I feel like I'm walking in, in beat with the song. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, one of my pet peeves because all of a sudden I feel like I'm in a musical and I don't <laughs> like feeling that way. And I, it feels like all of a sudden I'm dancing when I'm, when I don't want to at all. So <laughs> I know that's hey. a strange one, but that yeah. happened to me recently. And I'm like, Dude, I'm not trying to like one song is like you know because of you by Neo. Oh, classic! You know, it has that like that bass kick in the beginning. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> and I'm like stepping to the exact same beat. I'm like, dude, I, I don't want to do this. You know, I, I don't want to. <laughs> so I started walking slower, uh, just so I don't have to you know, be in, in beat. They just want to cheer you up, bro. They want to make you happy. Appreciate it. I'm just picturing you walking to Daniel Powder Bad Day. <laughs> you know what you know that song just walking yeah, to yeah. the bpm there yeah. uh, it's pretty unique though that is i've never heard that before andrew now you guys are gonna pay attention to it more and it's gonna happen to you watch all right what about uh, a little bit of deeper um pet peeves hmm. i mean should we just go oh yeah reverse snake order yeah um again i'll share two um one thing i hate about people is when they're over exaggerators Um, for instance you know like this happens a lot in like when you plan things together uh and there's like a team or like a leadership team Mm. and like you'll say an idea right and then the one person will be like oh but i heard that that's not really good or like Mm. or that restaurant's not really good but really they've only heard that from one other person right they'll they'll like encapsulate everyone they'll say oh a lot of people said that place sucks or i heard it's not good but you're basing that off of one person's opinion. And I really, really, really dis- dislike that because, yeah, man, like they're coming off super strong and really with no nothing to back back their statement. So I hate that. And also, I don't like stingy people. Um, I mean, who does? <laughs> who likes stingy people? But I, I really appreciate people who are gracious with their with their money. And yeah. I strive to be like that all the time. Um, so, you know, anytime like, if us, us us three will grab a meal, like I'm gonna reach for the check, you know. Oh, um, we're all reaching, right? Well, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reaching for my car keys. I'm I'm dipping, boys. 
Shin's slow to reach. He, he, he's struggling to get his wallet out. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. And then it's already paid for. I don't have the Black North Face jacket. <laughs> it's got a lot of pockets in there. That's why. True, true. Uh, but yeah, I don't like stingy people. Like, and I don't like when people, like friends, try to like, I don't know, sell things to other people. Like, or sell things to friends. So like, Shim, if you uh, needed like, I don't know, like a guitar good example. Pedals. Yeah, a exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I needed guitar pedals. And Shim, without question, he was like, hey, man, just borrow these. And I still have them to this day. <laughs> they never charged me a penny, you know, and I love that. I think that's what friends should do. But it'd be really, like, irritating. And I'd distance myself from that person if, if Shim were to be like, hey, I, I'll give you these pedals for, like, I don't know, 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's a cheap price. Uh, I'll give it to you. Homie discount. Right, right, right. Bro, a homie discount is 100% to me, you know. If we're homies... It's free. It's free. I could give you my card that I don't use if it was for my homie, you know. So, okay. but but Andrew, what if they say they're they're not stingy, they're frugal? Like, well, you know, what if they're you know just mm. not as well off? Yeah. So mm. I mean, I'm down to split the check and you know do the Venmo game. That's fine. But mm. if Touch it's pay. like if there's something that <laughs> if there's something that you don't use or you know mm. you don't particularly need, and a friend is in need, I feel yeah. like. Don't be stingy. Just give, you know, give graciously. And I think I appreciate that a lot about people. I get that. I respect that. Yeah. Good ones, good ones. But Shim, isn't your pet peeve when people borrow things and never return it? Or were yeah. you not going to share that? <laughs> so I might have to leave then. How, how did you look at my notes like that? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, nah, like, again, I think it would be more like that if, like, I don't really know you. But if it's like, dude, if it's Andrew, if it's Kevin, like if it's anyone close, then of course, you know, like use it for however long you need. Um, <laughs> but I guess, you know, since I'm talking, I can share mine. Um, I think what I've realized that I've, you know, kind of like been ticked off fires are like uh, people that like have to qualify everything. Like, so for example, like, <clears throat> like, oh, like I, you know, people come late to meetings all the time, right? Like, you know, we all we always run late. Like, there's no shame in that. But when it's always like, oh, shoot, man, my bad. Like, dude, I had to go help out my mom with something. It's like, it's okay if you're late, you know, just like, just, just, just own up to it, you know? Yeah. I don't like when people are always like, they always have an excuse. It's just like, dude, it's fine. You know, like, don't, you don't need to save face. Like, it's cool. People run late all the time or like, oh, shoot, like, I was going to, like, do this. I was going to get this in, but then this, this, this happened. Or, like, oh, I would have done it better if, like, uh, my schedule was, like, dude, it's fine. But I I really come to, like, find that's really annoying to me. Yeah. It's fine, everyone. If you're late, it's fine. Just say you're late. No one wants to hear the rest of the crap. Just say you're late. (laughs) Take the L. It's fine. Hey, I'm late. My my mom fainted. Hey, just save it, man. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> don't give me that, man. Uh, you but if your mom like fainted, jerk, huh? you know, we hope that she's doing well, everyone. So yes, yes. But yeah, Kevin, what uh, what about you? What kind of people yeah. really tick you off? I think the biggest thing for me um, are people who are not committed or who break their commitments. Okay. Um, or and you know and promises I guess but I, I don't know I feel like um, when I just see someone who says they're going to commit to doing something or like you know like they're just going to commit like you know a year to whatever um, but I see them like either not 
really invested or I see them give up. Um, mm-hmm. I think I judge their character a lot. So yeah, I think that really ticks me off. Um, so I myself, I try not to make too many commitments or too many promises unless I know that I could, you know, do my best to go through with it. I, I think I need a, I think I need an example. What are you talking about? Hmm? Could be anything, you know, like, <laughs> hey, like, let's grab breakfast tomorrow. Sure. And just kidding, that's a horrible example. But um, to be honest, I don't really think of anything. It's just, or if I did, um, I probably shouldn't, you know, talk about it on this podcast. Mm. I see, I see. Or is it like, yeah. yo, let's let's record our podcast at 10.30 p.m. Mm. But like, dude, I'm not really seeing that commitment, you know? Is that kind yeah, of I mean, now, is it okay if I talk about that or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. it's your time. Yeah. So, I mean. Just do it um, fast because you talk slow. Yeah, so I, I set a time set aside time for 10 30 p.m to film um and you know i have small group uh with some of the college students at my church right before this so i planned my schedule perfectly so that i could be on time for filming because you know i want to take this seriously i bought a mic for this you know (laughs) um but as i check my messages i see messages from people who um you know they're gonna be a little late you know doing other stuff so yeah i mean it was Andrew, and he was um, three <laughs> minutes late. So there it is, folks. Hey, my bad, shit. I didn't know. No, didn't we're know. good. Yeah, hey, okay. we might need to talk off the pod, off the off the air, huh? But just to uh, annoy both of you guys, uh, yeah, I, I didn't make my commitment, and my excuse was I was recording another podcast right before this. So I hope both both of you guys are peeved right now. Yeah, bang, 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 bang. All right. Well, yeah, thanks for uh, sharing, guys. Uh, that was a little icebreaker. Uh, leave in the comments below. Um, <laughs> leave in the comments below uh, what your pet peeves are. And <laughs> Yeah, uh, so this episode today, as you can tell by the, the title already, it is Movember. Uh, Shin, can you explain to us what Movember is for those who don't know? I guess you don't know either. <laughs> Movember? Like, move over November <laughs> for December. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know why we named it November. I just, I was just acting like I knew playing along, but. Wait, yeah. you don't know what November is? No. Oh, my God. Shim, can you explain what November is, please, to the people? Yeah, November. Um, to be honest, I know there's a reason why um, white guys like don't shave in, uh, in November. I don't know exactly the reason why. Um, but you know, we, we show solidarity to bring attention to, um, I'm, I'm guessing some sort of health thing, kind of like breast, breast cancer awareness month, we wear pink. Um, that's, that's the extent of my understanding of November, but yeah. Oh, it's no shave November. It's the same thing. Yes. Ah, the more, you know, <laughs> you thought it was move over this November this whole time. <laughs> Oh, that's so disrespectful to Thanksgiving, man. It's not a real connection here, but November is no shave November, and that's uh, something these uh, something guys do in the month of November. Um, well, I don't know. For us, probably not so much. I, I think I grow the most facial hair out of the three of us. Yeah. Shin, do you even have any facial hair? Yeah, I shave around once a week. <laughs> Usually on a Thursday night before the weekend. Yeah, but you know... <laughs> Um, facial hair is is one sign of maturation of mm. manhood. 
Yes. And that is my terrible segue into our topic for today, which is dun, dun, uh, dun. kind of like just, you know, we're going to talk about a little bit about manhood and um, yeah. And just like the culture that we live in today. And, yeah. I have a question for you boys, um, you know, at age 25 and 26, uh, do you guys feel like you guys are men or do you guys still feel like boys? It's a great question. It's a good one, Andrew. You got us good. Kevin, you're 25, right? You're the youngest here. I am 25. So I should so share how do first. You feel? Yeah. Um, to be honest, it's a mix. Like sometimes I still feel like I'm young. Like, you know, just graduate from college, you know, could, you know, don't have responsibilities. But I think since quarantine, I do feel like I have more responsibilities that, you know, quote unquote, make me more of a man. So I think lately I've been feeling like, oh, you know, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not a boy, but, you know, I'm a man, so I need to take care of things. You know, I have more responsibilities. So I think the past, you know, six months, it has changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that uh, you're uh, you're actually a homeowner. Like, doesn't that make you feel like a man, Kevin? Hoa. You know, <laughs> not really. Um, I mean, there's <laughs> things I have to take care of, but... It's more the yard work that makes me feel like a man. Um, mm. I realized that I didn't know how to use like an axe, for example. Like my dad told me to cut down a tree and it took me forever. And my form was horrible. So after wow. watching some YouTube videos, like I know how to use an axe pretty well. So mm. things like that, I'm like, oh, damn. Is that you know? is that a metaphor to your dating life? Holy moly. Not, I don't think that far ahead. I was literally just trying to cut down a tree <laughs> for safety reasons. I mean, yeah, I guess, you know, being a homeowner kind of helped that, but yeah. What about but, you, Shim? You yeah. feel like a man? I feel like a man. Um, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. I think the the biggest factor that would make me say no, I don't feel like a man, is I'm living at home with my parents. Like, mm. for some reason, that, like, still makes me feel like, I mean, I'll be their son forever, you know? But it's like, I'm living under their roof. Um uh, yeah, I don't know why, but I just kind of feel like until like on my I'm on my own. Um, it's it's like uh, I'll still kind of feel like not fully a man, you know. For Which sure. is funny because like back in undergrad, like when I was away living in the apartments, like I would say I feel more like a man than I did back then, you know. So I don't know what it is uh, specifically, but mm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's an interesting question. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of on the same boat. I mean, I wouldn't say like, dude, I feel completely like I'm a man yet, you know? And mm. I know we're basically five years away from 30, but <laughs> which is crazy to think about. Um, but yeah, I do feel like I'm still really young. I do feel like I still haven't even really experienced life. And like, of course, responsibilities are stacking on me right now, but I still feel like that's half of what, like a real man faces in his life. So yeah, I, f- I feel both. Like I do feel like I'm getting older, but at the same time, I do feel like I'm still a boy in many ways. And I do look to other older people to kind of like still like, I don't know, in a way baby me and like, mm. um, you know, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I, f- I do feel similarly to you guys. Um, so, I mean, I guess that, that leads me to ask you then, like what does it really mean to be a man then? You know, <laughs> what does it mean to to be a man and you know be what, a man yeah to be be the man mm-hmm. and what are some 
you know, qualities of manhood that, you know, would really define us as being men. Another hard hitting question, Andrew. Um, yeah. Uh, and I will not be answering first. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I could take a crack at it. Um, and, um, I can't believe it took us this long to to say this, but you know this is not a Christian podcast, obviously. Oh my gosh, um, we didn't mention that. Yeah, crazy, right? Um, but I think um, I can't help but to think biblically about this one. So again, we're not a Christian podcast, but hmm. it's funny because um, to be a man or man was made in the image of God. But I think when I think about that, it's like, okay, what are the the kind of like responsibilities it's like dude to um lead lead your wife or lead your household um and to follow god and kind of just do those things but mm-hmm. i i feel like the area we're talking about is like maturation right like there's a <laughs> mm-hmm. certain kind of like um responsibilities that make us into men kevin a- any thoughts <laughs> honestly this is a real hard question of course i agree with everything shim said because you know as a follower of christ that is what the Bible says. So um, it is clear. But I think, and obviously this is just, this is different for everyone. So, you know, a lot of people may disagree. Um, but I think one character trait um, for me personally that kind of made me think, like, oh, like, you know, I'm becoming a man is when um, I started taking more responsibilities, like taking care of my grandparents. Um, obviously, like, you know, other people are different. Like some people take care of their grandparents at a much younger age. So, you know, this is just for me personally, but I think because of COVID, um, you know, I realized like, you know, they're not the ones taking care of me now, but I'm taking care of them. And as a man, I just have, you know, I have to accept the reality of life that, you know, this is how it's going to be. Um, so that is one, I think, practical trait I guess. I don't yeah. know. But I feel like this, this question is, is really different for everyone. No, like, for sure. Yeah. No, I think um, it's it's interesting because we're obviously three Korean guys. And we're thinking about, like, you be a man when you have, like, these responsibilities, right? But then I feel like in American culture, in Pagan Saddam culture. Um, oh, sorry, the our, our, White people. Yeah. We have for no Pagan listening, like, dude. <laughs> for them it's like dude like we we're sharing like they grow out mustaches for november like they drink like miller light they watch football on sunday they you know like date around and like it's just like masculinity right it's like dude i work out i do all these things and it's like those are kind of qualities of being a man but like for us it's it's totally opposite it's like oh we're more responsible we like take care of our family and like hmm. we do those things um, I don't know. When you're talking about it, Kevin, I, that kind of like clicked with me of like, oh, it w- it is different by culture and like by how sure. we're raised, you know? Yeah. And like in white people culture, when you're 18, it's you're technically like already a man. Yeah. And like, you know, you know, move out, are, get, already get your one bedroom apartment. Yeah. Whereas for us, like living at home with your parents, like it's not such a shameful thing. Rather, it's it's a more honorable thing, actually, like to be there with your parents to support them to save money on rent you know and like mm. to do household chores together blah 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 you know like that is a more respectable thing than to kind of like uproot and leave as soon as you're able to uh which is a yeah huge difference in cultures and even like how we look at masculinity which is yeah which is kind of a crazy thing but i think for me um i think what it means to be a man 
I think definitely I'm learning that, yeah, I mean, responsibility, it's one. Um, but for sure, second, I think is like uh, just being a leader, I guess. And, you know, as a man, I think you have to learn to lead. And I know that not everyone has like leadership qualities, but uh, I think kind of whether you like it or not as a man, like many aspects of your life, people are looking at you to lead financially. You know, you're expected to to lead and have that responsibility to provide um, even in relationships the ladies usually looking to the man to lead them, um, you know, in Christian relationships to also lead them spiritually and, you know, just to just to guide that relationship to be the one in the front. In the family, the male is looked to to lead as a father, as a husband, and kind of as the head of the household. So, yeah, I feel like that's what I'm learning lately. Every day as I wake up for work and, like, drag myself out of bed, drive through traffic to get to work i'm like why am i doing all this and it's slowly like learning to be a leader for my family for my girlfriend for even for my church as i serve like these are the areas where i'm growing uh in my responsibilities to be a leader so yeah i feel like that's one characteristic of uh of manhood that i'm learning Mm. so far okay great point man great point wow (laughs) Fire emoji. Um, so as as we're learning to be <laughs> to men to be men, you know, I mean, we all agree like we're not there yet, right? Like, or we, at least we don't feel like we're there yet. Um, like, who are some people, or what are some things you think that are teaching you to be a better man, or who is a man that you look up to? Who's showing you the ropes? Really, really hitting us with the these bangers today i'd probably say uh very indirectly it's my dad and i feel like all of us we're gonna (laughs) one way or another it's almost like if we don't see our dad it's kind of like shameful you know but i guess um yeah the way my dad kind of shows it is uh he, he never complains yeah it's not like he he's in the most optimal situation but he's doing everything he can to provide um he He's also like a part-time like pastor too. So it's kind of like, dude, he's uh, working throughout the week, serving the church and all that. And I don't think I've ever heard him complain. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of like, he never told me not to complain, but me just kind of observing him throughout the years. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, like this is, I think one of the things it's just, you, you just kind of run with it. You have a family, um, your wife and kids, you're, you're just kind of expected to do that. Um, so that's probably one of the like most obvious things for me of just mm-hmm. like, hey, um, you don't complain. You just kind of do, you know. Shout outs to Papa Shim real quick. Seriously. Shout He's outs. holding it down. <laughs> he probably has bigger calves than you, Shim. Uh, maybe, maybe. I think for me, um, you know, I, I mentioned him a lot in this podcast, but it has to be my grandpa. I don't know, just living with him since I was born till now. Like my grandpa never... Like, he never told me, like, how to live my life. But I think he just showed me. And for me, that that meant a lot because um, I see a man, you know, in his 90s now who was faithful to his wife for the last, you know, 60 years. Um, He's been faithful to the church, you know, since I don't know when. And I think, like, just knowing that, you know, what his history and, you know, his upbringing was, um, you know, from the Korean War till coming to Paraguay, then to America. Um, into Marietta. To Marietta. No, Tennessee and then Marietta. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm worldwide, baby. Uh, but <laughs> Pitbull. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, I think um, him just just living life, um, how he felt is obedient to the Lord, just made me think, wow, this is what a man looks like. If there's anyone I try to follow besides Jesus, um, it has to be my grandpa because um, although he has his own flaws, there's just so much I respect about him that you know, if I could be half the man he was, I would think not bad, Shout not to, bad. To Grandpa Shin. Yeah. Sounds out. like loyalty and commitment, huh? Mm-hmm. Loyalty and commitment to the family, to the church, to his friends. Keep going. Yeah, to everyone, man. Even at ninety. Shin, do you need a moment? Yeah, huh? I can see your eyes are getting a little sparkly over there. No, I just yawned. I'm, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Grandpa Shin. Yeah, thank you, Grandpa Shin, for. 90 amazing years and to, mm. to 100 more. 100 more. Um, <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, for me, I mean, obviously, I agree with you guys. Like, you know, my dad is a big part too. And I wish I got to know my grandparents, but I don't really know them. But um, I'm going to go with a little different direction. And, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna look to a lot of like the leaders from my church. I think I always grew up with a lot mm. of older heads. And I was always like kind of like, the little Tongsheng in the group with the mm. bunch of like Hyungs and Lunas. Dude, I, if I'm being honest, a lot of who I am, I think it's just a mixture of bits and pieces that I pulled away from like small group leaders and teachers that I've had at the church and pastors mm. that I've had. And I feel like it's just an accumulation of all of those things together. That's really made me who I am today. So, mm. you know, like, I don't know if they'll ever listen to this, but, you know, guys like Byung, guys like Johnny, you guys don't even know these people, but. Shout out uh, to Byung. I know yeah. Byung. Congrats on recently <laughs> getting married. Johnny, yeah, man. Johnny Young, yep. Um, and even like you know, even guys like Pastor Jacob, he's been there mm. for me for a long mm. time. Um, yeah, man, and like just seeing like older people do it and like share insight and wisdom upon me about how to be a man and like how to do certain things and how to talk to girls or whatever. Like these are all small things that like kind of that kind of raise me and. Yeah, shaped me to be who I am today. So I think I have those guys to thank really for my manhood now and for the man I've become. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, man. <clears throat> so I know we kind of got a little serious already. And damn, it's uh, not even midnight fine, yet. You know? We just getting started. Well, that's okay. We might have it's lost a three them. hour episode, everyone. <laughs> we might have lost them. <laughs> we might have lost some listeners already, but that's fine. Um, yeah, man. So I, I want to talk about, um, as we talk about being men and growing up and being raised and all those things, you know, I think one big part of that has to be uh, we were shown a lot of tough love. Is that true? Oh, yeah. You know it. <laughs> we had a lot of tough love growing up. And uh, I wanted to ask you, like, how did tough love or how was that shown to you and how did that shape you? I could share it first because um, I think I have a unique uh, upbringing. Um, but I don't know if Shim knows this, but um, so my dad did a lot of business in Korea growing up. So he, a lot of his business partners, they would want their kids to study in America. So since I was young until high school, um, I would always have like, you know, fobs at my house. Um, and I think for, um, it was like seven years. So like my late elementary to like high school, I had two um, youngs, older guys that were with me. Well, one was six years and then one was seven years. And then I also have my, you know, blood related brother who is five years. So I grew up 
um, with three three older brothers during that time. But back then, you know, the Korean culture was was pretty crazy, where you have to fight to to do- to show your dominance and your ranking. So if I acted up one bit, I was getting a whooping for sure. And I remember one clear example after Hagwon, I came home. And you know, like those movies where um, they grab you by the collar and lift you up. Uh-huh. I remember they did that to me, and I was like, "Holy!" Like my feet were dangling. <laughs> Keep in mind, I, was, I just came home from Hagwon, man. Like I'm tired. I'm trying to play some FIFA, and then I, I'm pretty sure I said something stupid the night before, and then they they found a perfect opening when my mom wasn't home. Mm. So you know, I got hit a couple times, and at an early age, I realized, okay, if I want to survive in this world, you know. <laughs> I can't snitch mm. and I got to be respectful and I just yeah. got to take these hits like a man. So tough love um, was shown very clearly um, mm. through these fobs, but shout outs to them. They're all doing well. I, I still love them. I keep in touch. Yeah. Shout, shout outs to David Hyung and Soko Hyung. Um, so- <laughs> hope you're doing well. Um, yeah, shout outs to the fobs, man. Shout outs to the fobs. Oh, I've I've had my fair share of tough love. Um, surprisingly, my parents are not as it's not the typical like Korean experience where like I they weren't super strict with me. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, uh, they were like they both worked a lot, so like I was a latchkey kid, um, and yeah, there's stuff like that. So I was very independent. So I kind of like figured stuff out. But at church, like definitely tough love kind of like what andrew was saying like uh, my parents were both very involved so i was always at church and you know i hung out with the with the youngs and um yeah all the classic retreat stories all the hmm. all the odobai all the typewriter <laughs> all the all the classic stuff you know? it's, just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just like that's just part of like what 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 went down right like you go to a retreat sure. you um i remember this very clearly there was this one winter retreat where like all the like ninth through like 11th all the high school guys basically we got we got into one cabin and we just put put down a couple mattresses and we just wrestled and like shirts off and all like classic you can't do this nowadays right but um i remember you know shout out to uh bando shout out to um Charles Wu, shout out to, you know, all the FPC heads where like we were just going in. And I remember at the end, um, we were all just steaming. Like you could see the steam <laughs> off our body because it's super cold, you know? But it's like, dude, that was just how it was. And like, um, that was tough love. Like you get hurt, you smack your head, like, hey, just just don't tell the teachers. And like, you know, like you snitch, you're going to get more of it, you know? For sure. Um, dude, so many retreat stories that I think if if those things happen today, Oh, yeah, lawsuit. lawsuit. People are getting fired. Uh, Church is getting <laughs> shut down. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll come back to that in just a second. But uh, I think for me, definitely the the classic. My my parents used to. <laughs> my parents used to beat me. <laughs> Potty chair, belt, shoe. What um, was it? Yeah, I'm sure our listeners can relate, and I'm sure oh, our yeah. list, some of our listeners probably had it way worse than me. Oh yeah, um, and I, I honestly didn't have it that bad. I can maybe remember like actually getting like real beatdowns, maybe like two or three times only. Mm. Uh, other times were just kind of like just hits, you know. Mm. But 
I remember one tough love story from was my dad. He he disciplined me. He told me to come home by a certain time, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I came home late. <laughs> from a young age, I was always late. Huh? <laughs> and Classic. <laughs> I came home, and I did. I knew something was up because my mom. She told me, "Go to your room." I was like, okay. Was like, your dad's Ooh. waiting for you. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh. And then I almost peed in my pants, bro. Like, walking down the hall, I was freaking shaking. I opened the door to my room. One lamp light on. And my and my dad is sitting there with his back turns toward the door. So I only see his back, you know. And he's sitting on the floor in, like, Apatari style, like, dojo style. <laughs> And then he told me to sit down without looking at me in in front of him. Oh, so no. I got I sat down in front of him, and then you know he gave me the easy, uh, you know, why were you late? I had to come up with excuses, and then he hit me with the classic miopon <laughs> majule. And I know a lot of you guys are getting you know triggered right now. A lot of mm-hmm. <laughs> traumatic traumatic experiences coming back, but he hit me with the how many times do you want to get hit. And me being the freaking smart oh, no, Alec no. that I was, no. I said zero. No, no, you never say zero. <laughs> oh, never. No. Yeah, and it's uh, that's the worst answer you could give. You know, you, you don't want to aim too low and you don't want to aim too high. Cause, yeah, yeah. And honestly, it's a trick question. I don't know what you're supposed to really say, but you're not supposed to say zero. I know that. And so I said zero. And then my dad was like, is this guy serious? You know, what the heck? And then he told me to... Um, up to the butcher, you know, like which is like get into uh, push up position, and then, and then he hit me with the back scratcher uh, on my butt Classic. a couple of times. I'm gonna be honest, it didn't hurt because I was wearing cargo pants, <laughs> but oh, that was but way I, back then, cargo yeah, pants. Okay. But I acted like it hurt, you know, and oh, I was no. like, ah! I was making like pain screeches, and then, <clears throat> but regardless, I started crying, you know, because. No, I'm young and it's my dad that's hitting me. Like, I think this is a really good image of like parenting. Like, because obviously it still sticks with me to this day is he hit me, which is looked down upon sure. in all of American, you know, standards and sure. society or whatever. But he hit me. And then what, what came afterwards is the most important thing, which is he hugged me, you know, <laughs> as I was crying. Was was he crying too? Was it? No, he did wasn't, it, did yeah. it hurt? Oh, it didn't. <laughs> uh, but he hugged me, and he was like, he reminded me, like, you know, like that I love you, and I'm doing this because mm. I love you. And you know, I was crying my eyes out, not even from the pain because I told you I was wearing cargo pants. It didn't yeah. hurt. Yeah. But it was just like the emotional pain of my my father beating me, and then wrapping it all in love at the end that broke me, you know, and yeah. I, I remember that to this day. And I think that's a good, really good image of tough love because mm. like it reminded me that again, the beating was not out of hate. It was out of discipline and out of love. Mm-hmm. And um, it required a little bit of physicality to teach me this lesson. If he just sat me down and said like, Hey, you're late. Don't be late again. Yeah. Bro, I'm going to be, I'm not going to listen. And I'm you would have shown up at midnight tonight and not 11, right? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Kim. Oof. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my little, you know, tough love story. But uh, why I think that's a good segue is, you know, we're going to talk about a little, we're going to talk a little bit about today's culture and, you know, we'll call it as it is. Uh-oh. Bro, our, our, our society today is mad sensitive. Oh, you know? my goodness. You can't say nothing these days. That's not going to get canceled. Up- <laughs> 
we can't say nothing these days that's going to offend somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to ruffle feathers. <laughs> somebody somewhere is bound to get hurt. Um, and people are just overly sensitive about everything. And what's crazy is as I'm saying this, I'm like being a little bit cautious about yeah. who this might offend. Yeah, we're all uh, sensitive. Yeah, which goes to show how, how sensitive today's culture is. And, bro, I don't even know if parents are beating kids these days. Do you think parents probably are not beating their kids, right? You know, when I talk to, like, um, you know, some of my peers or, like, people that are a couple years older than me, like, they have this question. Like, they ask each other that of, like, dude, you think – because, they're you know, they're pregnant. They're about to give birth yeah, and all that. Sure. It's like, hey, do you think you'll ever, you know, like, beat your kids? For some reason, maybe it's just the people, like, that I kind of talk to. They're like, dude, no way. They're like, that messed me up. Like, that that stuff doesn't work. You know, you have to yeah. – um, if violence is not the, you know, the way, it's like – Oh, that's really interesting because I never thought about it before. I just thought, mm-hmm. you know, this is the way, you know? Dude, I I'm a, I might be wrong in this, but this is just me personally. And again, talk about how sensitive everyone is, so I don't care what you think. Oh, uh, <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a proponent of beating your kids. No. <laughs> Wait, how badly? That sounds crazy. Like that a sounds punch? crazy to say. Yeah, but again, you have to be very wise in how you beat them. Like the story mm-hmm. that I just shared about my dad doing that to me, mm-hmm. I think that's a really good way to do it, you know? He so knew the cargo pants were there. He knew what you were wearing. <laughs> He's not blind. He knew. He didn't beat the hell out of me with his fists, which mm-hmm. could very well traumatize kids. Yeah. Oh, but sure. he did it in a you know a little bit of tasteful way. Uh, he didn't overdo it. I didn't come out with like bruises or like freaking like a broken bone or anything. You know, I think there's a way to beat your kids and to like really teach your kids a lesson. Um, Mm. So I don't know. I think when I have kids, man, I I say this now and I might change, but I I feel like I'm going to do it. Yeah. Would that get me arrested though? Um, (laughs) The neighbors here. Yeah. We might have to delete this pod. (laughs) It might be used as evidence. I feel like Kevin, you you probably would, right? Um, I would beat them. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'll be the 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 uh, weakest out of the three of us. I don't know. Like we're we're right now, we're in a day and age where if little Johnny says something mean to mom, it's not beatings anymore. It's little Johnny. I'm gonna turn off Baby Shark for the mm. next twenty minutes, and <laughs> that's it. So yeah. obviously, like I don't want to, you know, be like that lenient, yeah. but. I don't know. After like you know serving in our church's children's ministry, I don't know how I could <laughs> smack a kid with a damn belt right now. I think it okay, would traumatize me. Those kids are like really young, though. Like you know, yeah, if the they're like, don't start until like four or five, I'd say. Four, four or five. Bro, the kids oh, in my in the children's ministry are four or five. <laughs> oh shoot, that's that's true. Yikes. Uh, maybe like young elementary. Yeah, yeah maybe yeah. Like, if they're. I think middle school might be a good age because when they're in high school, like, you know, kids eat well these days, so they might be able to fight back. Um, but middle school is at a good good age where, like, they're still weak, so you will for sure, like, there's no way they can embarrass you. But they're old enough where, like, you don't feel like too much of a jerk. So maybe, but I don't know. Hey, real, hey, real quick, if you got into a fight with your dad right now, would you guys win? Hands down. You think so? Yes. You know, even though, like, I might be, like, bigger than him, like, he still has like that strength. Like it's when we're doing yard work, I was trying to carry something. And I was like, damn, man, this is so heavy. And I look, he's carrying it by himself. I'm like, bro, on top of that, all of our dads went to Kunda, right? Kunda. Yeah. Wow. Well, they, they've been through it, man. We haven't been through nothing. Exactly. You we know, went to the damn right. college university. 
We're so soft. We're soft, man. I I, I think I could take him like that, but I, I I don't actually. Yeah, I think he'd take me. He could still take me. Bro, we wouldn't last like two months in the Kunda, man. We'll be complaining. We'll I heard even Kunda is soft now. No, yeah, Probably. I heard it is. Yeah. yeah, they're having fun out there, man. That's what that's what my cousins tell me. So, mm. all this to say, I think you know this is where our society is at today. Um, I hope, I really hope that me saying that I'm gonna beat my kids You're is gonna get me arrested, in trouble. Man. <laughs> I hope there's some research out there that can back that up somehow. But probably is. Um, I mean, dude, like all of us, we kind of got beat, and or a lot of our friends got beat. Or I'm sure our parents got mm-hmm. way worse beat by their parents. You know, like the Iron Fist was was real back then. Was it effective? I feel like old people older than us who have been beat by their parents, they do have a higher sense of respect and um, a higher sense of uh, like discipline. Would you guys agree? Yeah. Like observing people older than us. Yeah. Yeah. And then on the contrary, like when we look at kids younger than us who probably weren't beat, they kind of don't have as much respect and they're not as disciplined. Yeah. Although I don't know if correlation is really causation here, but there, <laughs> you, you, you know, I wasn't trying to be funny there, man. <laughs> uh, you're pretty funny with that one. Oh, thanks, man. Um, but I definitely do agree that like, man, like the amount of power that I see like little elementary school kids have over their parents, like, dude, I don't know. Like, that's kind of crazy to me, right? Like, uh, I'm wild, not. Man. I'm not even talking like Hyun's had them like hit, like calling their moms by their like no no Karen you know like it's not that it's like Asian kids like if if the if the mom is saying oh, okay ten more minutes of iPad like it's never only ten minutes you know they they're gonna throw a tantrum they're sure. gonna do all this stuff and then yeah you're right like the mom's not gonna beat the kid in the supermarket you know it's like mm-hmm. hey okay okay he take the iPad and then. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, maybe that. You know what? Correlation does have causation, maybe. <laughs> so let me tell you, if if that was my mom or she, this is what she really did. Like, if I, if me or my sister threw a tantrum in the market, she'd leave. Like, literally, just leave us. Mm. And then I'd have to go to the front and say I lost my mom, <laughs> and then she'd come back and for me. I'm not kidding. She was, she was not about that BS. She, exactly. she would leave. Yeah. No, and then and then what would happen these days is like the the mom would like, oh, I'm sorry, I did that. Like, let, let me go buy you some, you know, snacks or something. You know, or you get someone recording like, hey, this lady just left her kids. Yeah, YouTube yeah. crazy lady at you know Asian market leaving her kids, right. and you go viral. We might get canceled for this though. Who knows? Yeah, well, who cares? <laughs> just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but dude, like that goes to show, like. Really though, like even our generation and younger, like I I think there is a value to I don't know physical pain <laughs> because dude, like kids these days, man, they they really don't know like what it's like to watch your mouth because they've never been hit before because of something that they've said, you know. Whereas like us and older, we really do have to be careful like what we say because like. Shin, he got he snitched and then he he got lifted in the air and beat up, you know. And that'll teach you a lesson: don't snitch don't again. Snitch. But bro, these kids these days they can say whatever they want, especially even because of social media, and they're hiding just behind the TV screen or monitor mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. They can say whatever they want. They're probably like 
if you play any games right now, dude, it's so toxic. Kids are saying the N word. Uh, yeah, little kids using, cussing like, me out in Warzone, man. <laughs> and using derogatory terms. And dude, all of this because they've never been hit for what they've said before. That's mm. that's just my unqualified opinion. Yeah, you know, I don't endorse that at all. You know, I, I want to distance myself, <laughs> um, but I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> Yeah, dude. And th- this this generation, man, we're so entitled. Like, this is another thing I want to talk about is, like, I think one reason why we're so sensitive is, bro, we have so many options. Mm. Like, back in the day, like, I work at a coffee shop, right? If if I look at the elderly Koreans who come in and order coffee, they don't come in and order Americano. They don't come in and order lattes. They say, let me get one cup of coffee, mm-hmm. you know? Because that's what they're used to. They never had options. They only yeah. know coffee. Yeah. And there's so many different kinds of coffee. But and I always have to ask them, oh, do you want Americano? Do you want drip coffee? Do you yeah, want coffee? But that's exactly, that's exactly what they say. Mm-hmm. And I think there's value to that because, dude, that, that comes from like humble beginnings and not having the luxury of having options. Right. And that's what these older people are used to is they don't have options. Look at the modern coffee shop today. Can I get a iced oat milk latte uh, with low-fat milk, 2% skim, with half and half, whatever? Like, there's so many options that you can do to, Mm. like, specify exactly to your needs. That's, in my opinion, that is causing the sensitivity in our culture and, you know, amongst kids is everything caters to you so specifically. Like, everything that you want. And, you know, like, bro, like how are there so many options for burger? Like there's vegan options, there's vegetarian options, there's pescatarian options. Uh Uh There's like, and you know, we get a pickle in our burger and you send it back for a new one. It's like, it's insane. (laughs) It's insane. You know, like if we rewind like 40 years ago, dude, you get what you get. You just get a burger, man. Burger fries and a No grilled onions, no bacon. No. If you're lucky, maybe some ketchup if it was invented back then. But damn. Yeah, man. And like, honestly, like, if, as someone from this generation, that frustrates me. Mm. And like, just the entitlement that we see. in, yeah. uh, And like, you know, honestly, I'm a admit to it. I'm like, I'm growing like that too. Like, I'm getting more entitled with all of these oh, yeah. options. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to be more humble about it. And, you know, like, if I get a wrong drink, whatever, I'll, I'll just take sure. it. But, but these days, it's it's all about, bro, you, you pay what pay for what you want and you'll get exactly what you want. And, you know, even companies and businesses are, are gearing towards that. So I feel like that's, that's cultivating a, a culture of sensitivity. Yeah. And going off of that, I think, you know, we're in a, in a society where um, we care so much about ourselves um, and we take ourselves very seriously. We are the main characters. And I think um, kind of like what you said, when something doesn't go our way, like we like of course we're going to be sensitive to it because it's not aligning with how we think it should um and when you know right now like self care self growth is really big in today's world mm. and although it's good to care about yourself i think when we begin to idolize ourselves um anything that will either hurt that image of us or you know just doesn't go as planned we can't help help but be sensitive and you know be paranoid of all these things that might have been around us and yeah, I think, you know, we're all like victims to it as well. Cause, mm. um, you know, obviously we want to make ourselves a main character at times. Mm. Um, and that could be a dangerous game to play. Dr. Shin, that's, that's a lot of wisdom right there. Yeah. I mean, I took a nap today, so 
She's awake. I'm feeling good, ladies and gentlemen. I took a nap. Is Shin awake or is she is Shin woke? (laughs) Woke 2020. Uh, I I really like what you said there, Kevin. And um, I I couldn't help, though, the the last part of like thinking, though, like as much as we say this about the generation below, dude, we probably look so soft to like the older heads. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, what are these three kids doing doing a podcast about about life like what what's the point in that you know like they probably think we're so soft for doing this but you know what it's okay you know we're doing it man i'm soft as hell right now i'm soft so what what are you gonna do about it huh soft as a damn tofu soup oh kevin But you know what? I think um, I think again, this is just a cyclical thing where we're gonna feel like that, and then uh, I can't even imagine what the next generation is gonna look like. But the generation below us, right? They're gonna be thinking like, "Oh my goodness, they don't. These kids don't know how bad they had it." You know, we had to wait like three seconds for our YouTube videos to load. You know, like mm-hmm, it's gonna sure. it's gonna just be different context. But I I have no doubt that um, future generations are gonna feel like this too. You know. I feel like our generation, we're we're kind of like the transition. We had both sides of it. We had mm-hmm. it good, but we also kind of had it bad. Um, you know, we had YouTube, but we had it when it was bad. We had internet, but when when we still we still had dial up. We had yeah. DSL. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, of course, we're super soft to the previous generations, but we're not as soft, I think, as yeah. a lot of these younger kids who who. Like, as babies, they had an iPad, you know? And so, crazy. like, dude, like, I, I think about even, like, pets today. <laughs> Dogs probably have the most rights that they've ever had <laughs> in history today. You know, like, I feel like sometimes dogs have more rights than humans. And it's insane to me. Like, they're treated like royalty. Andrew, are you saying they shouldn't? It's 2020, man. Get ready uh, to get canceled, a of, buddy. A lot of people with dogs. In the Shin household, let me say this. Simba is, in their <laughs> rankings, we are equal. Sometimes hey, she well, might be above me. Kevin, um, how does your mom call you? I'm not even joking. Even today, I was like, oh, mom, what's for dinner? She's like, oh, Simba, what do you want to eat? And I was like, there's no way in hell Simba's talking right now. There's no way in hell. She, he's, Simba's telling my mom what he wants to eat. It's, it's clearly coming from me. And now I don't even say anything. I'm like, oh, how about cut it? Like, I don't, I don't even get phased. <laughs> Dang, um, Simba is royalty, huh? 2020, bro. There's more pet-friendly things than there are human-friendly things, I feel wow. like, these days, man. It's crazy. It's a bold statement. Um, the yeah, puppuccino? Yeah. Is that what it's called at Starbucks? What? Do they have that is at that Emco? Really yeah. No, not yet. Soon. Well, dude, that might be a new thing, actually. Yeah, dude, like, I've, I've heard about, like, you can get birthday cakes or treats for your dogs and stuff. Is that true? Hey, you know, I'm just going to stop talking here because, you know, <laughs> I don't, don't want to get in trouble, man. Okay, okay. Probably true, you're though. Right. Probably true. You're right. You're right. Yeah, man. That's how twisted. And yeah, but we love dogs here podcast. on this podcast. If you have a dog, invite them over. We love dogs. But go ahead, Andrew. Mason, Cohen, shout out to you guys. I have a, I have a cat, actually. His name is Hobbs. Hobbs. Classic. Mm-hmm. That's what we were just kind of talk about today is kind of how soft our culture is today, how soft everybody is today. Soft and I can't even imagine for you, Shim, like as a pastor now, oh, yeah. you got to be so careful. And, you know, this is kind of like where I guess we I want to kind of wrap things up about this discussion is, you know, there are good and bad things to both 
you know the yeah. way that we grew up i think um it is definitely good to be sensitive and um i think one major thing about one good thing about the sensitive culture is i feel like a lot of it is just correction i feel like you know in the past things were very backwards you know yeah. like things like racism uh things like uh, anti-feminism and just all of these things like there's a lot of things in the past that we had wrong and you know it's time to admit it and i feel like because we're looking back and seeing how incorrect we were we're trying to correct those things and it is evolving into becoming more sensitive and more inclusive for all people uh so i think that's one good thing that comes out of being sensitive what do you guys think is there anything else that comes out that's good about you know this generation and how sensitive we are yeah like definitely i agree like i think our idea of masculinity like the what what i shared earlier about like just drinking beers on a Sunday, watching football, you know, like doing whatever, like that's not masculinity anymore. Right. Like, um, we're more sensitive. We're more attuned to our feelings. Like, Hey, like, why are you like this? You know, like let's get deeper and kind of Mm -hmm. figuring that out. And I feel like, Hey, like emotions aren't just for ladies, you know, like emotions are for all humans. And I think, um, yeah, like there is a lot more kind of awareness and kind of like, attention there which i feel like is very like you don't even have to be christian to affirm this right like dude it is your mental health your emotional health and all these things are very important for um a healthy lifestyle um Mm. but just to go back to like what you're saying about you know like being involved in ministry too it's like you know even like going into this uh pod i was i was kind of nervous of like oh man like would I be potentially offending any of the students, you know, that could be listening to this and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, um, I think there is an added degree of accountability that comes. It's like, dude, you can't just go around saying whatever the heck you want. For uh, sure. and, and I think that's a good thing. It makes us be more conscious of, you know, the stuff that comes out of our mouth. And, um, you know, it, there, there are definitely positives, even though we might, you know, want things to be the way, they were when we were kids but yeah definitely positives man yeah so, i agree um although for like the past hour we we're bagging on you know calling ourselves weak calling other people weak um i do think that there is a positive in this you know change that we see um i think a big one is you know more people are starting to address mental health i think mm-hmm. you know and this is just my experience but in college when we're in college if if anyone in our house were to say that they had like mental health um, issues, like we would have, you know, bagged on them. And that's just the truth. Like we would have been, oh, you're weak, bro. Like, you know, like stop thinking too much, like get it together. And I can't help but think of how many people had to go through hard times during that time because of the way, you know, people reacted. Um, So I think it is um, a positive that we're seeing now that, you know, bringing up depression or anxiety isn't considered weak anymore. Um, But it's accepting, you know, the hardships in our lives that I think we need to bring and shed more light on. So I think that's a big thing. And I know know this topic could, you know, lead to a whole bunch of other discussions. So I will end, end it at that. I think another positive I can take away is, you guys notice, like, there's not as many, like, Korean gangsters anymore. (laughs) <laughs> yeah or i don't know what were they Mariana called probably they don't probably have a lot of those but no we never had at least one. in like at least in around la 
like I feel like when I was younger, all the youngs they all look like youngsters to me. Yeah. But then now I don't see a single one. I, I actually I see the opposite. I see more like GQ models and uh-oh. like startup. Uh-oh, I don't want to go there. <laughs> startup. Just like more pretty boys, you know, yeah. like you know, swag monsters with their Yeezys and uh-huh. their Supreme shirts and whatever. You know, like that's the modern day gangster and i don't know pick your poison what's worse what's better uh but at least you know in today's society i feel like it's harder to bully people i'm sure it still happens but you know like there's more anti-bullying campaigns and i don't know things set up that way uh i'm sure it's happening through different methods but uh i feel like at least the biggest positive is that we are trying to correct ourselves and trying to do things the right way um Mm. that is going to come at a cost uh, one of those costs are comedy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to be real honest. Like when I watch The Office, yeah. dude, some of the things that they say, oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, that will not fly today. Oh, yeah. But if I'm really being really honest, being the simple man that I am, that those things are hilarious to me. Don't watch it almost <laughs> every really- day. And it's really hard for me to let it go. Like, yeah. I don't want to laugh at these crude, insensitive <laughs> topics and jokes, but I can't help but do it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm going to get canceled for this, but yeah, cancel culture is a whole nother topic what we can talk about, but I think for a lack of time, we're going to have to talk about that next time. Um, but yeah, man, um, that's about it for the discussion. Um, for those listening who are part of the sense, if you feel like you're offended today or I said some, or we said some things that might have. We'd love to get your thoughts. Let us know where we're wrong and we'd love to have a dialogue with you. Yeah, we'll bring or just you suck on. it up, you know, <laughs> or just suck it up. This is just a podcast of three guys who are just no. speaking their minds. So if you have an opinion, start your own podcast. and <laughs> Give us a shout out. We'll help each other out. Grow to fame. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, 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 For some reason, I really feel like I'm offending people right now. You probably but, did, but you're um, also a jerk. So, I mean, it's not that surprising. Uh, no, I, I just think like, dude everything is so sensitive like it's refreshing when people aren't are like yeah. kind of crude yeah. i don't know or like blunt mm-hmm. you know um but yeah i mean i'm just kidding everyone this is this is all for jokes uh i'm actually a very sensitive person myself uh <laughs> but yeah i mean let us know your thoughts what do you think about people today um for the guys who are listening how is it going for your journeys and growing up as a man in today's sensitive society you know how's that going for you and yeah man we love to hear your thoughts and shin any any closing closing thoughts on this wait for the entire podcast or just this discussion Dude, you say this every single week <laughs> i don't know when like are we gonna skip the other part because it's like getting late Look or at the outline. it says break uh, after this um yeah i think yeah um i know this topic I actually really enjoyed it. I don't know who thought of this one, to be honest, but I really enjoyed uh, some of the questions. And I do think that even for us to discuss things like this, it's helpful for us. Um, and hopefully we um, are able to address some of the other things that we didn't have time for um, in our future podcast. Because you know us, we have at least 100 more episodes in us. Um, so we're going to be what? pumping those out. Um, so yeah, thank you to all of our listeners. Um, God bless. We're not wrapping it up yet. Shin. Just wrapping up the discussion part. I just I can't bless the people, man. <laughs> just blessing our followers. Shim, any closing remarks on on this topic? 
Yeah, I think, again, I, I'm going to double down. Like, everything is relative. Uh, we're going to have our perspectives, and the older heads are going to have theirs, and probably the younger ones that are offended by everything, they're going to have their own. But I think the key to all of this is um, let's let's talk about it, you know? Let's not just kind of back on each other. Um, let's mm. make podcasts about it. Let's let's kind of make our thoughts known, and perhaps it will help us to, um, you know, understand each other better. For sure. Damn. Beat let's talk kids, about everyone. it. 2020, let's talk about it. Ooh. 2020, beat your kids. <laughs> Should that be our new podcast uh, name? Talk about it? I like Shim and Shin. What's wrong with Shim and Shin? All right. Well, I'm going to go grab some uh, fruit snacks real quick and some Capri Sun. Do you guys want anything from the, the snack bar? I'm going to go to the restroom. I'll be back. Yeah. Okay. Or do you guys want some Cure? There's a lot of Cure over there. Is it, it Blue Jay? Okay. No, it's Cuties. Uh, I'll pass. <sighs> okay. Guess uh, Church is on a budget, huh? I think the Chipsanians are still making some of the snacks. So. Tell the Chipsanians to go to yeah, sleep, yeah. man. It's 3 a.m. Eastern time. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. It's late time now. <laughs> okay, thanks, guys, for waiting for me. I brought back some Cure, um, some Capri Sun, and we had some fruit snacks, watches. You guys could take some. You guys good? Hey, everyone. <laughs> We're back from our ad break. Uh, I know there's no ad right now, people, but uh, hopefully we do. And like when we do get it or if we do get it, I'm going to have to go back and add all those ads in those breaks. Mm. So that's why we have an ad break. But anyway, um, we're going to close out today with, again, our our closing segment, which is our highs and lows. And basically in this segment, we share about anything um that that was either a high or either a low for us and i don't know who wants to go first do you want to go first yeah i think i went last last time right yeah um you know i actually have a high and a low and i guess you know i'll start with the low first um uh del taco man i i had uh their taco night their their deal today three uh three tacos for Mm. 149 and um I was I was sorely disappointed. Um, uh, if you look at my story right now, guys, um, the taco literally smaller than my hand, and I don't. That's I don't, a damn shame. I, I don't think man. I have big hands. Like these things, literally. Have you guys had the mini tacos from uh, Jack in the Box? I, I've had those. Mm-hmm. Delicious, but it's like they're called mini tacos. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. El Taco really let me down today. Um, I hey, think, wake up. Yeah, I, I might Taco Bell, man. Yeah, I might. This Ooh, might be the Bell. day where I. Where I go, Bell greater than Dell, you know. Mm. Well, screw but, you, you know, ta- Del Taco. Oh gosh. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, in light of that low, um, there's a high, um, which is I I got a special shipment um, on Monday from um, someone uh, from actually, you know what? Thank shout out to Eugene Park for sending me the nice beans and a hat Ooh. from Onyx. Really brightened up my week. Um, so yeah, that's probably my high for the week. Shout out to Poppy Three. Um, still waiting for my package. Um, I don't want seven. No, he's Poppy Three. He three? Yeah, oh. yeah. Aka you, uh, I hate you. I know I'm the cane. Uh, between me and Shim, Yuge has a clear favorite, but it don't matter. You know what? I'm not going to be sensitive. No, it's it's because we actually put a bet on the Seahawks versus Niners game. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously the Seahawks won. Um, so, you know, Eugene is a man of his word. Oh, he's a man. He's a that man, guy is so. a man. Addressing our other question, 
Yuji is a damn man. Oof. He is an appa. Yeah, Yuji to that. Appa. Okay, well, that's me. Uh, what, what about you, Andrew? You have high or low this week? Dude, I have a high this week. Okay. Um, I'm really excited for this high. Actually, I've been planning up this all week. Um, so, you know, I've been playing Warzone a little bit. I got back into it. I was mm, playing welcome back. earlier in the year. Uh, but, yeah, I took a little break from the Verdansk. It was getting a little <laughs> intense for me. But uh, recently, I made a, a trip back to the Warzone. And bro, I'm going to shout out my guy real quick, Ronin. Okay, he's from the Poppy Squad. Ronin. Uh, Joe Midhan. This man, talk about men today, man. He is the man. That's right. He, he's a man. Joe Han is the man. I told yeah. him I'm going to shout him out, so he's going to listen to this part. But, hey. but let me tell you why I want to shout him out, okay? Ronin, when you play Warzone with this guy, he is the most caring, yes. best teammate you can ask for. Shin, you could. You oh, could, yo. uh, oh, I know, I know. Yeah. Um, and let me tell you, like, what, like, what made me want to shout him out today is. A lot of things happen in Warzone when you're running duos, trios, quads. Uh, for everyone who doesn't know, Warzone is a Call of Duty game and then it's a survival game, whatever. And you have teammates. And Joe, he had the nerve to ask me this. Andrew, do you feel safe where you are? In the middle of a game, okay? Mm. Um, now, I come from a background where when I play Warzone usually with some other people, all they ask for me is, hey, Andrew, drop your money here. A.K.A. You know, that's, Harry, that's the, Harry Lee. Harry that's Lee. Harry. Oh, Harry Lee. Mr. Lee. I, I didn't even want to say his name, but I, I guess it. we're going there. Yeah. All right, well, Harry's just like my dad, only calls me when he needs money. And <laughs> the only time he calls me is, Andrew, drop your money here. On the very opposite end of the spectrum, we have a guy named Ronan who asked me how I'm... He doesn't say, are you safe at your location? He says, do you feel safe? Like, he's caring about how I feel in the middle of this war. And I felt so cared for. And I was like, dude, Joe made me feel so good playing this game. I feel so safe. And, like, I was so thankful to have a teammate like him. And, you know, it made me play better, to be honest. I wanted to succeed. And if he died in a trio or a quad... First person I'm resurrecting, it's going to be Ronin. I'm mm. shooting that parachute straight mm. for him. Ronin, if you need my money anytime, in real yeah. life too, yeah. just let me know. I'm I'm going to drop it. I'm going to drop the bag wherever you need it because you're the best teammate. I love playing with you, man. Yeah. Um, Harry, you and, can just go sling it, man. <laughs> and Harry, let me just tell you, all right? Josh Allen is slinging it. Slinging it. Slinging it, <laughs> slinging um, it to the other team. Yeah. Harry, I don't know whenever when you're gonna allow me to be in the poppies or whatever, but I'm I'm sick of waiting. I'm just gonna play with Ronin. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, that's my high of the week. Like, I have a picture. I'll show you guys after this. But I got into a vehicle with Ronin, and he was driving. And I looked to my left. This is in the game, and Ronin is driving the car, and he looks so freaking moisture. <laughs> it's getting weird now, man. Because <laughs> Joe looks like Ronin in real life. Yeah, but, but bro, I'm gonna guy. show you guys. I'm gonna show you guys the picture, and you're gonna see exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. I was like Shimkung to the max in mm. in Call of Duty. It's crazy, bro. Uh, but yeah, shout outs to my guy Ronan Johan, doing great things in and out of Verdansk. He's been protecting us from the terrorists, mm. uh, and he's also serving greatly at his church. So mm-hmm. I want to shout that mm. guy out real quick. Yeah, shout outs to the poppies, Alex, Tinom, Huge, Tim, Joe, and even Harry, man. Shout outs to the Warzone poppies. I love you guys. Yeah, for real though, they 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 are worthy of a shout out. They yeah. do support us a lot. And they play with you and me, Shane. I'm a I'm a group us together because we suck. No, what the hell? Oh no. I'm a poppy, <laughs> man. I'm poppy five. Uh, 
but they do allow me to play with them sometimes, so I'm thankful for that. Mm, thanks for sharing. Well, yeah, let me just share my high. Um, actually, my rose as we end the night. Um, right. It's funny because um, so recently I've been getting into golf, and uh, my dad has been making fun of me because he said, um, like, don't you regret not taking it seriously when you're younger? Because he, mm-hmm. he would take me lessons when I was like, you know, five or six. And I'm like, yeah, because I'm actually the worst one. So I go golfing with the poppies on the weekends. Uh, we mm-hmm. drop our guns and we pick up the clubs. Um, but I'm I'm actually really bad. And, you know, just they help me. They teach me along the ways. And, um, you know, if it wasn't for quarantine, I probably would have never thought about playing golf. And, mm-hmm. you know, I picked up tennis again, which is an old hobby of mine. And yeah, I think quarantine is, you know, giving me time to you know, pick up new things, relearn old things. So that's my win for the, my rose for the week. Just mm. having fun. Stay active, everyone. Stay active. Picking up clubs. Picking up clubs. To the club. Mm. No more clubs in 2020, though. Wear a mask. Dude, it's a shame for the clubs that they don't get to see your booty shaking. I've actually never been to a club before. I am what you call a very wholesome man. Mm. Just kidding. Mm. But... um. <laughs> Shit felt awkward after saying that. <laughs> Am I not wholesome? I, I guess not. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, 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 all right. Well, that does it. Um, yeah. How long I mean, is this? Holy 90 thank minutes. You thank you, huge for the beans. Thank you. Quarantine for old habits. Thank you, Ronan, for being the greatest, greatest operator in Call mm. of Duty. Um, yeah, man. Again, thank you guys all for listening. It's been a real pleasure. Um, again, we need ideas on topics and stuff. So if you guys have any feedback, let us know. Much appreciated, dude. I checked. We actually have like five or six reviews on Apple Pod. Really? So, have to read uh, them. all five stars, of course. No, I mean we got five stars. Five five star reviews, one comment I think. Yeah, who left that I comment? By the way, it. like yeah, shout out to you, man. Shout out to you because you know hopefully one day they let me lead. Um, they didn't let me lead <laughs> this week because they said I'm I'm not good enough. Kevin, but... we we offered you to lead the small group today, man. Correction, Shim offered me. Andrew shut him down right away. So shout <laughs> yeah. out to to you, man. Please let me know who you are. I'll send something your way, man. Just let me know. Well, it's going to take like three days to get there because you're shipping it from Marietta. <laughs> and the post office probably op- opened only on Mondays. Send them an email. <laughs> yeah, uh, we want to, I mean, we would love for Shin to lead the small group, but to be honest, he talks a little slow. And there's a lot of editing for me to do because there's a lot of pauses in between the statements. Uh, there's a lot of headache. So uh, maybe next time. We'll see. All right. Well, what a, what a way to end, huh? Another diss. <laughs> Okay, alright, thanks everyone. Uh, Mariachi, please play us out. This might be the first episode where I didn't fall asleep midway. Good. Did you really fall asleep in the other episode? No, but I was, you know, I always get tired. I was like, close my eyes while you guys talk, just to rest. But this one, I was, I was feeling good. Wide awake.
all right, shit. But if you could help me by speaking a little faster, it'll yeah, help yeah, me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, fine. That's true. All right, I'm going to talk super casually today. Yeah. Hey, don't <laughs> be so close to the mic, though. It's very loud. You're going to see a new, sh- a new shin. <laughs> Philadelphia, are you ready? <laughs> Wait, Let's Shim, so you sure you want me boys. to you want me to lead this one, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I kinda liked how you Okay, hey, it, when we film today, let's do a uh-huh. let's do a cutoff, all right? What do you mean? What? I'm already falling asleep, all right? So we're gonna do one hour and seven minutes max. If we go over that, I'm leaving the room. No, you're not. Yo, what mm-hmm. the heck? Who makes those rules? Alright. Uh oh man. Alright, let's start this. <laughs> Oh, another another week, boys. <laughs> Seng Shuagui said, yeah, said you go. Get in the zone right now. Let's go, baby. Let's go. So get in the zone. Get in the zone. Um, wait, you know for our pet peeves? Uh-huh. I thought it was like a a small one and a major one. Yeah. Damn, man. The poppies are playing, but I'm giving up. Giving that up for this. Let's go. I'm hyped. Dude, when can I get invited to that group chat, man? <laughs> I just want to know what people are playing. That's it. You know, I don't need to be informed of anything else. Well, it's more than it's more than just a group chat. What's it take to be a poppy? It takes a lot. I right, forget it. I don't want to be a part of it anymore. Shout out right. to the poppies. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Let's go, Mariachi. Wait, hold on. This thing was recording? Yes. <laughs> oh, we're going to cut it out, right? No, Kevin, you knew. You knew we were recording. <laughs> yeah, you sly bastard. <laughs> <laughs> How am I supposed to I don't check this thing. Red-headed. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? Three, two, one.